Good evening, everyone. This is Live with Milani. It's 7 o'clock. You know what time it is. So I'm just going to wait a few minutes and wait for my guests to come in. I hope everyone is having a wonderful evening. Hello, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. I'm terrific. How are it's, you? It's good to see you. Good to meet you. All of those things. Definitely. Likewise. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you for joining my show. Thank you for being willing to share with us this evening. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's an honor. <laughs> thank you. Okay. So for my guest that don't know who this young man is, his name is Kevin Jackman, correct? Yes. All right. And you go by the name of Keats. Is that correct? That is All right. Correct. So I'm, I'm doing good. I'm two for two. two. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So um, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show, but let me just, let me just pause for a second. We've got so much going on right now in Absolutely. our Absolutely. world. And um, I would, I would dare not acknowledge just seeing a young black man doing his thing alive in this world is a blessing in and of itself. Absolutely. It so is I'm, tough. I'm glad to see you. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing good, but I don't feel funny. You know what I mean? I, I don't okay. feel like I don't feel like it's um it's right for me to be funny right now. Yeah. Um, it's because it's really sad. And I and I'm a survivor like from my past. Like I'm a survivor of what could have really potentially happened you know i could have been one of those people from the movement that was affected like what i've been through um like like i have like scars like these are police dogs like right here so i've, I've wow. been that i've been blessed uh to be away from it and be a survivor and to to do what i'm doing and the reason why i'm here so I, it's very close and personal what's happening right now uh but hopefully we you know we i don't, I don't even know how because it's, it's been happening so it's like, I want to see us grow and get better. But the only way I really know how to react is to keep going, is to keep being successful, is to keep being in their face, boom, yeah. doing it, you know? So I, I just got to keep keep going and persevering and being successful. Wow. you know, It's funny. I had an interview earlier today and yesterday, I, I mean, I, I just want to be in the moment. Like that's what this show is about for me, um, this, this whole quarantine starting this and being being able to talk to so many people and people being willing to come on and talk um i cried all day yesterday <laughs> and i really wanted to just cancel but something in me said that i can't do that like i think we have to um keep going like you said we have to press through we have to stay strong and we have to be in the moment like right now with each other um, this is my first time seeing you, your face outside of just social media. This is your mm -hmm. first time seeing mine. And my first question that I felt led to ask you was, how are you doing? Right. So I feel like that's the right way for us to start this interview um, is just to acknowledge. And, and that's to everyone out there. Like my question for everyone is, how are you doing? And even though I can't get an answer back, um, I'm just going to assume that you are well because we're all here. Right. Well, um, I'm breathing and that's more than most. Yes, I am too. I am too. And if you don't mind me asking, you know, if it's okay, you can tell me what you want to tell me. Um, as far as your encounters with the police, do you, would you mind talking about that? 
I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a long, I, I'm very upfront about it. Um, it is a long story. It has a lot of details as to how I got into that. But uh, some background, I was always the, you know, the poster young black child in Amityville, Long Island, New York, where I grew up. Um, I was an Eagle Scout. I was a volunteer firefighter. I played the trumpet because I was inspired by Louis Armstrong. I played taps for Memorial Day, Veterans Day, 9-11. Uh-huh. I was requested by the mayor. So when I go to college, um, I get into a relationship and um, I was in a relationship with the, with a young white lady and I uh, was kind of like peer pressured into trying LSD. So mm-hmm. for a long time, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to try it. But then like, you know, it was like kind of guilt trip. So I ended up doing it uh, and I lost my mind absolutely wow. lost my mind ended up almost killing myself hurting others in the process going crazy and there's a there's an interview on it where that i did with megan kelly and nbc um and i ended wow. up hurt, hurting a woman i actually ended up breaking into her house and i ended up assaulting a woman and they wow. sent the the police inside set the dogs on me and uh they were restraining me with the dogs and the only thing that saved me i believe is like what I believe to be was my last prayer to God, uh, mm-hmm. which was, you know, I kind of had gotten into like, when I was left, the woman left her house and mm-hmm. I was kind of still. And that's when I kind of got my mind back together. It wasn't racing. I was kind of making cognitive thought again. And I was like, oh, I'm about to die. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I've done this, I, I noticed where I, what I'm doing. So I just laid down um, and I said a prayer and I said, you know what, The only, if I die, I die. Um, at least I won't hurt anyone else. But um, wow. if I survive and I make it out of this, I know it's for a reason because people have done this, have died for way, way less. You wow. know, we know this. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to be still. So at, when I said be still, it was kind of, it was a very spiritual uh, mm. happening where I was like kind of taken out of my body to be still. So when they wow. sent the dogs on me and I wasn't moving, I was just basically flesh without soul. And they were just playing, playing around. Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone told me when they have, when they had, when they call the dogs on you, uh, they already have their guns drawn, you know, so Mm -hmm. their guns were out pointed at me. But if I were moving or resisting, I'm sure that would have been the end of me. That would have been, that would have been done. Mm -hmm. But they picked me up and they brought me um, and they detained me properly, I would say. Um, And then I I went from that and I grew from that and, and had, had like my fair trial and came out from it very positively and now the the woman in the case where we're great friends um she wow. actually called me for my birthday i called her for her birthday um wow. and we just grew from that and it's whole it's a whole story on forgiveness and things that you know it can happen to anyone because that was the one time i had tried try to drug that was the one time absolutely and it's you know it's the worst mistake i could say but you know it could happen how many people try things once you know experiment yeah. try to experiment responsibly yeah. And it just came out, you know, not how I expected. I definitely grew from it. I definitely uh, have a whole different perspective on life. You know, I, I still ended up graduating college. Um, I got my degree. I ended up working, um, found good work. And, you know, you see where I'm at now. So it's just an extreme appreciation that I have uh, for life right now. So that's why when I look at these things that are happening, it really, it really, um, I have a responsibility on my shoulder to do something with my influence, you know. Wow. Okay. I'm two for two. <laughs> two for two on my questions. Um, first of all, thank you for the transparency and you sharing that because 
um, one of the reasons that, you know, I reached out to you is because my children and I watch your videos and anytime we both laugh at the same thing, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, it surpasses just like young people humor and goes, it kind of hits everybody. Yeah. It was just something about you. And I said, I, I want to talk to this young man. And now I, I can definitely see why, um, mm -hmm. because I think just that backstory and seeing where you are now is such a testimony, you mm, know, absolutely. and it also having the platform that you have, being able to use it for the influence of letting young people know, like, it, it's, it's a big deal. You, you cannot make it out of that first hit. Yeah. You know, it, yours, you know, your, your life was saved. So that's awesome. Um, well, I, I do have some questions, <laughs> you know, um, you know, just, we understand the climate and as we do this interview, I just want everybody to know that this interview is coming from two people who, first of all, we both care. We both are like pulling everybody in, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, hi Romeo, how are you? Um, that's, uh, one of the top vocal coaches in the country. It's good to see you, brother. Um, so I have some questions, and I want you to know that my children came up with all of them. Oh, wow. So awesome. <laughs> this is coming from the young people, so if it sounds like you just got to answer it anyway. <laughs> okay. My, my youngest is 17, and uh, our daughter, both of them are actually influencers. One is in the furry community, and one's in the YouTube, so they both do it. So, you know, here we go. Okay. Their first question for you is what advice do you have for those who want to be content creators but are not confident on camera and in front of people? Okay, hmm. Well, that's the thing. I have to put myself inside the body of someone who has who is not confident because I've always been doing trumpet solos and I've been comfortable. But so I, I think you have to let go of the fear that mm -hmm. it's important you have to let go of that fear because okay. it's really not important you know once you put something out and it flops which it yeah. will flop at first you know right you'll have like the three people that are like oh i love this and that's <laughs> it and it'll be out for a month and it'll still be dry right but you have to understand like did that hurt me and what did i learn mm -hmm. from it because you have to you have to just go through it you have to um, cry through it all. And it's about the journey. You know, you're not okay. gonna, if you, if you got it handed to you, you would not appreciate it when, when it comes. So mm. you have to, you have to drop something and learn from it. Learn, learn how to learn how to fail successfully. That's really mm. what it is. You have to learn how to fail. And it seems so many people say it's important to fail, but you have to just learn how to live with that failure because, you know, when you get to being a creator, you, you rely on that failure because mm -hmm. how else are you going to learn? The only thing, failure is synonymous to experience. You know, you're not experiencing. If you get it right, it's like kind of like boring. Like you, you kind of, right. yes, it's great to get it right Indeed. and go viral. But the yeah. only reason I went viral is because wasn't that last video super bad? And like, what did I learn from <laughs> right. you know, You have to learn from right. the cringe. So right. learn how to be very comfortable with cringe and let go of fear yes. because there's so much more going on in the world that's more important than your your creation. I don't want to say more important, but uh, yeah. it's more physical and tangible that's going on. You know, just have fun with it. 
So learn from the cringe. Exactly. Learn <laughs> That's to embrace the cringe. <laughs> okay. So I've got, I'm going to segue into an online question because my thing is moving. Then I'll go back to my children. She, uh, Layla, I hope I'm saying that. Layla, okay, girl. Layla Ali? No, just, yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> girl, we see you. Okay. She wants to know what's your advice for people who want to do it but don't have the equipment or the means? Mm. Well, if you want to be a painter, you got to find some paint, brush, mm. and canvas. You know, you got to find mm. that. Uh, so I would say you have to invest. At the end, with anything, you're going to have to invest in yourself. You know, okay. um, if you want to do it and find out the way, you know, you got you to save. You just got to get to the bare minimum. You don't have to come out. If I want to make music, I don't have to, and I have nothing say I have my phone and whatever I have, you know, start an app, get a, get a free right. app, really work at it until you're confident to put together a plan to save, to get the equipment that you really want and you need. So you have to, if you're not investing in yourself, um, you don't want it that bad. It's not yeah. for you. If you don't want to sit there, if you don't want to sacrifice the, I sacrificed sneakers. Sometimes I was sacrificing meals to get my song mixes done to get my, uh, you know, the ring lights or the speakers that I needed to hear myself, to get really the stuff to do it. So it Like my face is lit up, but I'm hungry. Right, exactly, <laughs> right. you know? Right, right. Okay, so next one, this is coming from the children. What is your favorite platform and why? Hmm, so have you heard that TikTok is like being racist? I have. Yeah. yeah, so that kind of puts a huge wrench in my answer. Um, okay. I would love okay. to say, because I've been doing skits. I went inside my archives on Instagram. I've been doing skits since about 2015, you know, just really quick funnies. And wow. I tried them on Instagram. I tried them on Facebook. Tried them on Twitter. Then TikTok comes along. Mm. And... Boom, Boom, it explodes. I explode, I get a TikTok and within two weeks, I have a video that has a million views. So imagine how that feels, how, how I feel toward an app that's, that's really, I think, showing my creativity the views it deserves, the, the respect mm -hmm. it deserves. And then I find out that they're doing this against my race of people. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So yeah. I really, I try to think of the apps more so as the body of people rather than the the board at the table who's you know okay. doing the app you know what i mean so i okay. want to say TikTok changed my life which it did um and i really think that it's a more positive uh platform for it being so young and i know there's a lot of hate and we focus on the really we focus on the bad things that come from TikTok, like you know mm -hmm. all these racial racial TikToks, racist TikToks um about yeah. like you know the white kids on there but when I went on TikTok, the first thing I noticed is that everyone was so supportive. Everyone in the comments was mm -hmm. so like, oh my gosh, I love this. Oh, I'm here first. Like, oh, this is so yeah. funny. Please make a part two. Do this. I just noticed there was so much more of that than when you come to Twitter. Twitter's a very dark place. Yeah. Uh, Instagram <laughs> right. is, I think, very superficial and, you know, everything has to be touched up. And the algorithm doesn't really work for you unless you're in a bikini or you're mm -hmm. um, very light complexion or something like that. Right. So I just thought that TikTok was really refreshing for me. So I do want to, I'm, I'm very understanding 
of how TikTok is really dropping the ball for us right now. But I'm saying, you know, mm. me getting if if TikTok is trying to shadow ban black people and I'm making it through, I'm making it through and I'm running full speed. You know right, what I mean? Right, I'm, right, I'm right. On for everybody. So I don't think I should yeah. be slowing down. I think I should be like, yo, I made it and I'm here and I'm I'm doing it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I, I would agree. Um, I got on TikTok. My first TikTok was 50,000. But it's only because my daughter did it. And every video <laughs> after that was like 400. <laughs> so I was like, okay, okay. But okay, so here's the next question. Do you feel pressured to put out content or, or do you do it for yourself? Um, it's both. It's okay. like, you know, I always, so getting into videos that are kind of, kind of going habitually viral, um, when I, when I kind of wanted, want to do that, um, it's kind of like, it remi reminds me of running track. I always ran track and mm -hmm. you're only, you're not racing people. You're, you're beating your past self. You're in competition with yourself. You're, you're, mm -hmm. on, you're in your one lane and you're doing the training. You're learning to get faster than the person you were yesterday, you know, okay. and you're going to perform. So it's very much, yes, it's pressure to beat the other people or to like, to, to satisfy, you know, the, the track team or whoever's watching at the meet or to beat the guy next to you. But you know, mm -hmm. in order to do that, you just have to be the best person you can be. So it's very similar to that. So yes, there's pressure to mm -hmm. to make the people laugh as hard as they did when right. they first came, you know, because people right. find me at different points. So okay. you really want to want to be able to up the content or stay consistent for the new people who weren't there since the planet's number one. Um, so yeah, okay. it's pressure, but it's all healthy pressure, healthy motivation. Um, and it, I definitely do, it, do, do do it for myself because I was doing it when the videos were flopping. So it's no, no difference. Right. Good deal. Okay. We've got an online question that just came in as from Iratic. Hope I mm -hmm. said that right. As an influencer, how do you avoid fatigue or prevent yourself from burnout? Um, so I have a very specific set of skills where I do a ton of things. You know, I, if I'm getting burned out, I notice myself getting burned out from specific creative tasks so if i get burned out like oh i don't want to write this song anymore or i'm finding a writer's block for this song i go into my phone and i come up with a different script or a skit idea and i start to work on that or i go into my music making software and i make a beat or i switch into podcast mode and i edit a podcast i have in the bank or so i keep myself all in that creative circle but i'm I'm giving certain parts of my brain a rest and time to recoup. Um, so usually once I jump around, it's like a constant yeah. flow of creativity. There's never really a block because I have so many plates that I'm spinning at once. So I keep myself very um, segmented inside my, uh, my genre, if that makes sense. Yes, mm -hmm. they all make sense. Your answers are absolutely wonderful. <laughs> they are, they're excellent. Okay, so which skill set which one do you enjoy the most right now right now yep um it's kind of my acting okay. I, I didn't know i had it i didn't know okay. i could do it yeah it, okay. it was very when i first made that first planets video that was the most challenging acting task i had given myself like because it's kind of like i write stuff 
And it's mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to write it. It's funny. And when it's time for me to act it, we'll just deal with it. I didn't know how Pluto was going to be. I didn't know who Jupiter was going to be. I just kind of came up with the characters on the spot. And um, I didn't know that I would be able to segment the characters as well as I could. And it's and I watched from part one to part seven, and I noticed myself sitting in those characters very comfortably. Oh, from, wow. From when, when I dropped the first one. So I, di I didn't know. And I've had some... I've had a lot of people say like, you know, acting, acting is what you, you can really do this. Like I never called myself an actor, but um, yeah. yeah, I definitely am impressed with my acting and I want to nurture that skill more. I, she said, I think it says Rosie. She said, my favorite is Mercury and Pluto. And it's funny cause you're, these questions that are coming in, some of them are the same as what my children are asking. So I think that's really dope. We we're, we're vibing right now. Y'all we're vibing. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so Lele came with, and my that was my next question that my children asked, if you had to pick one, that's so tough. <laughs> so sorry. If you had to pick one, which one would it be? Pick a planet? No, no, pick one of your skills. Oh, if I, to pick, oh, you can't do that to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, my, my pen, my writing ability. Mm. my writing definitely because that started it all um it feeds into a lot of everything else it would definitely yeah. I'd be a writer because you know i get so inspired and i write that's where that's where it came from so i definitely that's good that. that's good that's good wow that's they, a mean question <laughs> that is a mean question <laughs> i think they had another mean one on here somewhere i was like oh, you really want me to ask him that okay so the next one is who are some of the people that inspire you? Some of the people that inspired me. I'm own it. We asking the same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely Donald Glover, AKA Childish Gambino, because okay. I, I wasn't so much inspired. I kind of related with him off the bat. It's not like I, I had to try it. to be him. It's just mm -hmm. like, here's someone else that's already doing it that's not in a box that wants to do all these things that wants to write that wants to rap that wants to be an all-around entertainer because you see a lot of times people they have to hide what they want to do and then mm -hmm. kind of sneak their way into it like oh he's been making funny videos now he wants to be a producer out of nowhere that's kind of oh right, now nah, right. he should stick to videos you know but right. donald glover was is uberly like um like uh respected for everything yes. at once and across the board if you, exactly if you don't yeah, like what he's doing sure. if you don't like what donald glover is doing you just don't understand it right <laughs> that's, that's, right, that's right. what it comes down to you know it's your that's your problem so i just really respected um him going after just whatever he wanted to do and that because that's all i ever wanted to do have no boundaries no boxes um another one rest in peace nipsey hustle uh mm. definitely uh i got put on to him probably about in 2017 i was really oh, wow. late to nipsey and then i learned like i just watched all his interviews i'm like this is very very inspiring and when, mm -hmm. he, when he passed it really hit me um mm -hmm. and then another one is russ so russ the uh, artist he really is the my like poster of do it yourself how to mm -hmm. do it yourself how to stay consistent when you have absolutely no help
So he's really like, mm -hmm. all these people are just affirmations of you can do it because look at me. If, if they're yes. doing it, why can't you? And they all say that. They all say, you know, if I did it, why can't you? It's yeah. yourself. It's your work ethic. So that's So, that's I mean, I the three you name, but also you fall into that category of do it yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I like that. So Rosie says, who's your dream collab? Oh, uh, dream collab. I'll probably say collab with um with, with the Gambino, with Childish Gambino. I really want to be on set. I would love to be on Atlanta. I don't know if you've seen the show. I, I, I would have. love to be on Atlanta. Yeah. That would be okay. super amazing. Okay, so you heard that. Let's see. We're putting it out in the atmosphere. Hey, out there. And I'm here. I'm here, baby. <laughs> okay, so next question. This, I, this would have been one of my questions. How many languages do you speak? <laughs> <laughs> And I swear, I repeat this every day, and I'm not trying to fool anyone. I speak one language. I speak English. No way. I speak English. Okay, how did you get that dialect down <laughs> that good? Like, I watch a lot of anime. You know, I grew up, so it's Spanish and it's Japanese. And those okay. are the two that I think I'll only ever really try to... Oh, impersonate or actually you know do that but i grew up around a lot of salsa music my grandmother living in the bronx uh she used to cook to it um and like tito puente and all that so mm -hmm. i was listening to it at a very young age and i've mm -hmm. always had an aptitude for Im uh, imitations you know that's how i that's how i get my characters i okay. impersonate something i knew before so for venus it's all of the black women in my life combined into one. What I hear, what I see, my aunts, my sisters, my cousins. Wow. So it's okay. just, I'm, I, I listen and I observe. And once mm. I observe it, I'm very good at imitating it. So that's where the beatboxing comes from. Well, if I can kind of hear something in my head, I can really imitate it through my actions. Like I have control over my body. It's kind of like dancing for me. So mm -hmm. like I'm doing a routine. So when I hear the languages, <clears throat> I can just kind of, I know which, you know, how to form my mouth to imitate that sound. It's only, it's only sound imitation to me. It's not, it's not language. So yeah, because we can I'm all do that. Exactly. It's, it's like a, like a parrot. You know, the parrot doesn't speak no, we Japanese. Can't. The parrot doesn't know how to <laughs> right. sing Whitney Houston. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. Uh, yeah, it's just me listening and appreciating these cultures and being able to just um, execute. That's what it is. But I practice a lot. Like for this Japanese, I learn okay. the words and I take okay. about 20 takes and just uh, when it's right, that's the one I go with. Dude. It was so timely and so hilarious. Like, thank you. It's just like he just came out of nowhere <laughs> with the hoodie on. It's right. Just, it's just kudos. Fire. That that I literally go have watched it more than once. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay, we got some questions coming in now. So um, I love how he is very clean worded with his comedy. That came from Thug Queen Life. And then uh, Erratic, Erratic says, have you ever thought about writing a musical? <laughs> I've never thought about writing a musical. Absolutely never. I'm not going to, I'm not going to ponder on it. I'm, I've right. never thought about writing a musical. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see. They said you're well-rounded. Got a few good looking. Got <laughs> some of those. Okay. This is a great one. If you could play any superhero, who would you pick? Static Shock. Static wow, Shock, that was down. quick. I already knew that. I knew that answer okay. since I was like 14. Static Shock. Wow, <laughs> wow. 
Okay, yeah. Static Shock. Mm -hmm. All right, let me see. Um, I'm trying to make sure I'm getting some. Okay, now we're going back to this question my daughter asked. I was like, that's a tough question. If the internet went down and there was no internet, what would you do and would you continue to create content? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. What would I do? Um, so the hardest thing is, so I'd be making music on my own. I, you don't need internet to have the computer to make music. I mean, I would kind of drive myself crazy because I can't reference stuff from, but I'd take what I have, continue to make music, record, mm -hmm. write on my own. Um, but I'd obviously want to share that with people. And so it's kind of like, how did people communicate <laughs> right without that it. they have new content beforehand? Oh, no. So I don't know. I totally don't think we did. We couldn't have. Yeah, just I'd so stick to music. <laughs> I'd stick to music and just try to figure out, you know, how do I get this? I go to, I go back to- I can tell to... you what we did. We went outside. Oh, yeah. We went outside a lot. <laughs> there is an outside, right? Yeah, yeah we I'd went go back to CDs and, you know, I'd, uh, I'd be outside like the, the Walmart at the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. It still works. Okay, so, uh, lay, lay. Uh, I, I promise you, I hope I'm saying, saying that I right. I think it's She's Layla Alley. I think it's Layla Boomsie. I think you. it is. Thank you. All right. She said, how do you handle the fame? <laughs> uh, it's constant ego check. That's what it is. Comes down to, you know, because I, I notice myself, because when I go out, sometimes I'm recognized. So okay. um, if I'm recognized in a Walmart, I'm like, oh, hey, oh, thank you. I ask them like where they know me from and just because I'm curious. Uh, yeah. And, you know, if they want to take a picture, I'm all always down. Uh, <laughs> there was this one girl that I saw in Walmart. She was like, are you from TikTok? I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, like, that, that's so cool. I love your videos. I was like, you want to take a picture? She was like, no. I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> like, all right, well, you have a great day. She was like, all right. But um, yeah, it's just when I'm walking around, though, if people are looking at me, I don't know, they could be racist or they could just like my hair. But if they're looking at me, it's now I think, do they know me? Do they know me? Do they know me? Do that? And it's like, I kind of have to be like, yo, not everyone knows you. Right, right, calm right. Calm down. Right. <laughs> calm, your, calm yourself down. Right, and right. Just go buy your groceries. So right, right. It's, it's literally just constantly that. Like, like self check, self check. You're looking at um, me. Right. But yeah, just trying to always make sure. Uh, I operate from the heart at all times, heart and pure, pure spirit at, at all times. That's what it comes down to. And if right. anyone has a problem with that, I, I feel secure in myself. You know what I mean? That's really good. That's really good. All right. So Kate Webby said, what would you say to other young kids in your hometown? Great question. What would I say to other young kids in my hometown? <clears throat> um, I would say leave. I would say get out, experience the world. Wow. If you can, if you can get out, get out. Like because I've learned so much by mm. not staying in the same town, by making connections with other people. Uh, you know, in college because I left Long Island when I was 18, went to school in Florida, and I only came back for like summer vacation and winter break. Mm. So I, I knew people in Florida from a bunch of people. When you go away and it's say like college you meet people from different places. So God forbid you're ever out 10 years later, you need a couch to sleep on. You're in the middle of Ohio. You know a friend from Ohio. So mm. it's, it's really great networking and you really get to see how small 
like or big your town is from you get a good outside perspective i um, mean you can see change so i just think i think of the world as a big mansion with a bunch of doors and you just haven't opened all the doors yet so experience as many doors as you can before your life is up um walk inside them you know open the drawers see what see what it's all about and then at the end of it you know go back to the to your favorite door so that's that's what i'm thinking about wow that's that's a great analogy okay which planet is the most fun to act out that came from ty it's the most fun to act out uh venus is the most uncomfortable but i have to say it's the most fun okay uh, but then second to that comes pluto definitely pluto is okay. just a nut okay okay so pluto is was he the one that was sent to drop the drop the little asteroid he got no. paid off for fifteen dollars, two for fifteen. <laughs> that's, that was that's so Mars. Nice. That's Mars. Oh, that's my guy right there. That's he was like, who this? That that's yeah, my Percy. He's my favorite. Percy, Percy is yes, funny. yes, yeah. Percy. Percy the meteor. Um, Mars put the hit out on Earth. Yeah, yeah. Doing the two for fifteen. It was yeah, a great deal. Yeah. He had no, it. that. Oh my gosh. First of all, that is just brilliant. That <laughs> the skits are brilliant. Like I get it. The writing. Kudos to you. That writing is 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 top shelf. Thank <laughs> it is, you. Thank you so it's much. It's excellent. Which one? Oh, great. Girl, what? Lay, lay. I still don't have a name, but these questions <laughs> is what's up. <laughs> which one do you feel like is the closest to your personality ah uh, they're all me that's the thing they're really? all me at some point like there's okay. different percentages um closest to my personality i'm literally like pluto like if i okay. could be pluto all the time if this world wasn't the way it was there would be no problem with me being pluto all the time right but like <laughs> it's like a mixture between uh pluto and like neptune because like you know okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's just a certain swab there is to Neptune. Um, okay. Then there's like, the, Mars is very laid back, monotone. But then Pluto, Pluto is just like my heart and like my spirit. Just like nothing's ever wrong. Like just always up in the air. Like, oh, right. yeah, whatever. like it's cool. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? Hi, how are you? <laughs> so so that's, that's really, so I think Neptune, Mars, and Pluto. Wow. Okay. So Mauricio, I am Mauricio. He said, do you like astronomy? astronomy uh yeah i love it absolutely okay 100 percent. okay good okay all right so i'm going back down here oh this is a good one what are the what are the downsides in your opinion of social media the downsides um so let's see how i can compact this into an answer and then they said upside downside so upside well, upside up downside Upside is having a platform to to express your your opinions and to it's a great outlet. It's nice to be heard, very nice to be heard. So that's an that's an upside. And upside is everything that you think it would be. Um, mm -hmm. It is um, people seeing you, and if you, they love your content, they show that they're very vocal about it. You know, you're getting attention. Attention is is great. Um, <clears throat> if you're on social media in the first place, trying to get it. Um, the downsides are you can get very wrapped into. Uh, who's hating on you or who just doesn't want you to succeed there's a lot mm -hmm. of shadow haters which i'm starting wow. to see 
um, with this thing, uh, with the whole TikTok thing, because I was vocal about on Twitter that, you know, I think I am going to continue to use Twitter because it's like, not not Twitter, use TikTok, because mm -hmm. um, if they don't want us to be successful on this app, mm -hmm. they would hate to see me get more successful, right? Like they mm -hmm. would hate to see me if they will, if they don't want to see me gain black wealth, I'm going to continue to gain black wealth. And I started, I really had to dig inside myself. Like, what can I, how is this comparison? I said, so someone came up and said, well, so you're just going to continue to make the app money. You could just take those talents to a different app. And I'm like, I hear you, but I don't have a million followers on Instagram. I don't have a million followers on Twitter. Like I'm reaching so many people on TikTok. There's, I brighten mm -hmm. so many pe people's days like on TikTok. I'll be on TikTok mm -hmm. live and somebody will be like, yo, my father died yesterday and you made me laugh today. Like what if I wasn't, wow. you know, it's, it's wow. real. And, and a lot of people just get wrapped up into, oh, so you're still gonna use an app that's, that's racist or, or whatever. And I'm like, I get you, but think about how much positivity I'm bringing to that app, you know? Mm -hmm. If I go away, maybe I have the influence to bring 100,000 people off that app, but mm -hmm. I could have made 500,000 people laugh and say no to drugs or say no to suicide on that app. Like, as some people just wanna, I feel like they don't want to see you successful and they don't, people would rather see you, it's like a crux between, you know, let's support our, our black people but let's be mad at them for continuing to be on a platform that doesn't mm. support them, you know? So you can't have both. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're kind of knowing these, you're seeing these people jump out the woodwork. And I'm noticing once you get popular and, you know, I get, I get a lot of the, yo, he doesn't miss, he doesn't miss. But when you, when you have that type of, you know, armor on you, people would love to be the first one to, people love to be that quoted tweet to take you down to be like oh mm. look at him now or like oh yeah that you're you're right you're you caught him like they would love to be the detective who says hey he's here you know mm -hmm. so you that's i understand now why people with popularity and big following they're quiet you can't get a word from them because mm -hmm. a lot of things you say will be can be twisted and taken out because like i said i still try to operate from from purity even more so and i understand mm -hmm. i don't you don't have the um the privilege to just be like stupid or dumb or just say things and not really mean them. Cause you know, we say stuff a lot. We make a lot of stupid jokes that we don't mean to hurt anybody. Indeed. But when it's out there on your own, like people can twist that. And there mm -hmm. are people, they're waiting for it. Like you can see it. They're waiting for you to not be on your game. So it's like, you know what? I'm just gonna be very, very tactical. Like it's, it's a chess game. It's really chess out here. It's chess and mm -hmm. it's a marathon. So being very the downside is you have to look at those people that really don't want to see you be successful and you have to navigate through them there's nothing you can do about it you just have to be aware very conscious um someone so a, a fellow uh creator his name is mark phillips um mm -hmm. and he's a part of rdc world RDC? Children, yeah so um he has actually reached out to me and like mm -hmm. I, I can go to him for like advice which is like huge for me because i was always watching his videos before i had a shred of popularity so he he told me to keep doing my thing he was like yo you got it like this is cool um and i was actually thinking of reaching out to him and he reached out and i asked him he was like yo it's a choice like you have it you can either you don't you don't have to ruin your career to please anybody but just mm -hmm. make sure whatever choice you have that's the choice that you want to go with but always remember he dropped a lauren hill quote on me he said they hail you then they nail you 
So I was mm. like, oh wow. He was like, and even more so when you when you uh, gain bigger popularity, he was like, dude, you're gonna have a lot. I see you. You're gonna have a lot of influence. Um, so it's no no time to stop right now because you're not even where you're gonna be. So that was well, huge nice. for me. So. Uh, definitely relying on other people that you respect and bouncing ideas off of them is a huge plus. Wow, that's mm -hmm. that's great advice. So Honey Mag says, have you thought about doing a cartoon or TV show or movie? Yes, I've thought about making a cartoon. Um, I definitely want to create my own tv shows and movies um mm -hmm. i haven't the only concept i have is for a cartoon yet but i really like to check things long term so i have an idea for a cartoon based off of a comic book called super sound it's like a bunch like two kids in high school and like they mm -hmm. get powers but they're all sound based powers so like i really wanted to dive into how sound really works so one of the kids he would have like um he would have like x-ray vision but sat like based off of sound and like sonar mm -hmm. like it would, it would be like powers you wouldn't expect them to be able to have just from mm -hmm. altering sound so it wow. would be a very educational piece to let people really know how waves work and it's all for the kids everything i do is going to be for kids i i love it i love it I, I can see that so that's a great segue music did you do the music first and the music career what kind of turned morphed into this and where's the music now like where are you with the music is it like priority where um it's going at the same time i can never you know music i grew up in a music household like okay. it's everything it's like a damn near a jackson five type household but i picked up the trumpet when i was 10 years old and i still have the trumpet i still play it i still sample it um, so I'm a musician at, at the heart of it. I just finished watching the Miles Davis documentary. Um, so good. Oh my oh, God. Amazing. Amazing. So good. So I, uh, it, music will always be there. Hip hop will always be there. If I don't do music, um, I will get very bored or dissatisfied or I'll, I'll like start itching. Like I tried to stop it for, for a minute. I was going through a phase of like four years ago and I was like, yeah, I can't stop. Um, so music is definitely a priority because I, I want to tour i want to experience a tour off my music um and i want i need mm -hmm. to get i need i don't want to say i need but it, it's on a list of milestones to get a grammy to get a platinum record to get a mm -hmm. gold so it's certain certain things i have to unlock in the game of life um, right with my music so i'm just getting started very important so you just dropped a single though right yeah i'm i've dropped a couple singles actually i dropped a okay. video last night uh, slash okay. today um, and a week before that, I dropped, dropped a song called Talk You Through It. Um, and then a week before right. that, I dropped. I've been dropping music pretty consistently. Okay. And then, so with the TikTok, was it um, the skits that made it just take off? Or was it the dance? I, I saw this dance thing. <laughs> so the many Chica people challenge. were doing like, yeah, the Chica Challenge. There it is. So what was the thing that just like sent it going, made it go viral and go crazy? Um, now you're saying it. I just want to make sure I'm addressing the question. Do you just mean my TikTok account? On TikTok, yes. So was <laughs> it the music that jump started it, or was it the the content, the other content? So it was just two things. So okay. it was definitely the skit. So I did one okay. skit where you know I'm gonna take you from zero followers. So November third, okay. I had, I I got my TikTok. November third, two thousand nineteen. What? Yeah, November third, two thousand nineteen. Almost two thousand twenty. I got TikTok. Wow. So. 
I learned, like I spent a week just uploading videos, not even really knowing how to use the app. <clears throat> and I got very addicted. So that's when I was like, yo, I just have to come up with skits. I have to, so I was writing like every day, coming up with stuff. And I released, I did a lip syncing video of, I was taking somebody else's sound and it was kind of like a bit where, uh, you know, there's like, hey, listen to this beat. And like, he plays it and he's like, yeah, you like that? He was like, yeah, this is nice, but it needs like some 1920 sound and stuff. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, don't you know that I love you, darling? No, if you loved me, you'd show it. What do you mean? I'm showing you the only way I know how, damn it. And it's like, I did like the whole lip sync thing. And I was like, this is really funny. So right. that blew up and it got like 600,000 views in a couple of days. And I noticed I had like 5,000 followers. So I was like, you know what? This is my time to come out with some original content. So, because when you first start on TikTok, your original content isn't really pushed. If you use okay. big sounds or sounds that are right. popular, the algorithm puts you in front of more people. So I knew I needed okay. to do lip syncing or do popular sounds. But then I was like, yo, I got like 10,000 followers now from this lip sync video that I went that went crazy. Let me let me come out with some original uh, content. <clears throat> and that's when I took a shower like a day before that and I had written the Planet Skit. And the Planet Skit did a million in a night. And then it, the first Whoa. video, five million in like a week and people oh were like part two because i didn't think i went from thirteen thousand followers to one hundred and eighty thousand followers in like less than a month so it was like wow. from the first video i had over a hundred thousand followers from the first planets and then i just did part two part three part four and then part four was actually a music video so i just kept going with the planets and it just everyone was touching like a million 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 and then in between i had different ideas but you know and then once i it was the formula was written so i was like okay so people like it when i talk to myself i can right. talk to myself and i, and I right. came out with the girl scout cookies video and the girl scout cookies video went crazy i was, was hilarious of america yeah now justin timberlake was talking about girl scout cookies right so it was like i was like you know i can continue to personify different stuff and i can just make them always funny so I just did that and that was just like the formula to, to just go crazy. And I just, I continued to do my music and incorporate because I just wanted to let people know like, I, you're not gonna say I was never doing music and now I'm trying to yeah, be yeah, a yeah, yeah. Nah, I was, I was I in, been in this. this. I I'm been in this, right, <laughs> right. So yeah, that's how it all happened. And it's just six months, a million followers. That's, wow, congratulations, first of all, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so with um, how did you land the Super Bowl gig? <laughs> That's great. Um, like, how? <laughs> when it's not what you know, it's who you know. Definitely. Okay. Um, okay. So I moved to Atlanta May 31st, 2017. I remember it. it's actually coming up on my anniversary tomorrow, I guess. Three years. Okay. So when I moved here, I put my mattress in the apartment and I was like, I need to do a show. So I called up my cousin. He was like, yo, go to Eventbrite. Um, I do music, like, right here. Wow. He was like, okay. they have a showcase, and it's hosted by Patchwork Studios, which is, like, one of the I'm biggest recording studios mm -hmm. in Atlanta. So I went to the show showcase, and I paid, like, whatever last little money I had to perform in the show. And when I start my shows, um, and no one knows me, I start with the... And people don't do that, you know? Right, so if you're right. on your phone, you know, I could be artist number 20 of the night, 
But when right. you hear that and like, it's like, wait, hold on. What is right, this? So right, people, right. people are looking and I can see I'm getting everyone's attention by beatboxing. And then I do my three songs. And then after I end on my last song, I end up, I do a backflip. So everyone was yeah. like, everyone was standing up. Everyone was like cheering. Wow. And the manager of Patrick Studio, he, he couldn't see me. He didn't know who did that. But he was like, whoever made the crowd do that, tell him to come see me. So I went wow. and talked to him. I was like, yo, it's my first night here. I just moved here, like literally. And I talked to him on the phone because I was kind of like, I didn't really have, it was like $30 to perform. And I was like, yeah, man, that's like my last money. Like I just moved right. here, it's just tight. But he was like, well, you could just pay the $10 and you could just come here and network. And I was like, yeah, but usually like when I perform, the networking takes care of itself. And it was like kind of like, right, 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 right. in a way, but I was like, but after that, he was like, oh, I, I get, I get what you mean like so i was like yeah you know people come to me after i perform so right, right. he was like yo come by the studio and uh i'll give you a tour of the studio it's the first time i've ever been in an official studio like that and they, they kind of just took me in because you know we followed each other and i would show up at their events even if i wasn't performing i'd come and help them set up the tables and i'd stay late help them pack up just i was just being a good guy around them and right. so when they would get these uh opportunities like hey Oz and that's the manager like hey Oz I need I need a rapper or somebody like this and he was like oh mm -hmm. I, know, I know this kid named Keats like he would be perfect for that so they threw my name in the bucket and it turned out that NFL wanted me when they wanted to shoot something in Atlanta so the NFL was like yo this kid is nice like what can he do um he was like yeah we need a song we have these type of beats he could use and I was like eh. and I was and I right. went through my computer I was like all right I have this beat I wrote this song and I wrote it in like a night and I wow. sent it to the NFL and we were like super ahead of schedule because of it. So he was like, Oh, this is gold. So yeah, I was like a shoe in after I wrote the song and made the beat for the, for the NFL. So yeah. And I just went in. That's and I a big deal. Yeah. Like it was, that it was you really got your big. own music in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, indeed. You got the armor on. Okay. Right. So I just want to talk about, well, you know, we have this moment those posters that you have up on that wall are hilarious thank you your girl okay is that from the 80s that's got to be the 80s underneath there yeah then you got whitney up top tell me about the posters yeah um so let me see the posters so you got so a lot of these are records like this is cameo this okay is okay so records um, but I just decided, you know, I need something that I can decorate with because I'm not the interior designer. And like, I, I went to a bookstore and they had a bunch of records. So I'm like, yo, I can pin these records to the wall. So I basically went to the store and these were like $2 each. So I'm like, you know what, whatever artist is familiar to me or I like <laughs> right. or whatever is like black and in this crate i'm gonna take it so that's how i got the tlc that's how i got the whitney i think i paid a little extra for the whitney yeah um, that one up there is janet jackson wow um, and then this one is more recent so i kind of made two run two stops to like different record stores um and then i have let me see you know all of these that i got wow i'm impressed I yeah love that it. one's sound of music i love it I, I, you did a great job. Like the whole time we've been doing this interview, I'm like, yo, that's so Whitney Houston. <laughs> and I love it. Homegirl to with, with the leg warmers on in the corner. I'm it's like, such a vibe. Oh, I yes, love it. it is. It's absolutely a vibe. 
<laughs> so I want to go to my very last question and then I want to make sure everybody knows how to find you and all that stuff. But um, the last question I saw in the questions was when is the merch coming out? Hey, so June 5th, June okay. 5th, June 5th, Eclipse, okay. <clears throat> June 5th is Lunar Eclipse, and I'm dropping 11 crewnecks. I'm wearing Saturn right now. Wow. And uh, so June 5th, I'm dropping the sun. Okay. The store is going to be open for three days from okay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday for that one shirt. There's only 100 available. And wow. each Friday after that, it's an 11 week campaign. This is going all the way into August. Each Friday is the next shirt. So Sun, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, and Percy. So wow. each, yeah, so each week I have I have a video. I'm starting promotion on Monday. You're gonna know okay. where it'll be keatsdidit.com, but okay. you're not gonna be able to say you didn't see it. It's gonna be everywhere. Right. You know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and every day, I'm gonna be letting y'all know that the uh, the merch is out, and I'm gonna I'm gonna package them all up myself. A, a hundred wow. of I'm gonna get them all in. I'm gonna vlog the whole making of them, like package. I'm gonna sign uh, all this all the packages, and they're gonna be numbered. You know, one through eleven hundred. So wow. hopefully they all sell out. But um, yeah, it's gonna be promoted well, and if you can get it, you can get it. I want I want people to feel special, like you know, I was yeah. able to get one. So, so yeah. No, I I, I love the way you're moving because we, I mean, we sit there and wait on Jordan. So why not wait on Keats? Right, 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 right. I'm with you. I, I'm gonna wait along with everybody else because I'll be so popular in my house <laughs> if I figure out how to pull off getting a shirt. So you know, I'm in there right. with the rest of them. So where can people find you that may not? Most people in here already know about you because I'm seeing all the. You know, they love your smile, by the way. They love your hair. You know what I'm saying? So you might want to go back and look through this. Mama made it. going on. But um, <laughs> so where can people <laughs> find you? Somebody trying to shampoo your hair, okay? <laughs> they, trying um, to grease, they trying to grease your scalp. <laughs> I do want to, I want to drop a quick hair product. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Indeed, I love it. Don't you just love the quarantine? You could just roll out, roll back. Nobody cares. You know, my husband's in there cooking loud. All right. So it's going to be a little in reverse, but okay. Uncle Jimmy's Curl Kicker. That's what this okay. is. Uncle Jimmy's Curl Kicker looks like this. Um, my cousin, he's a barber. He's a licensed barber, and somebody gave him some free samples of this. I put it in my hair, and I don't even have it in my hair right now, but it pops the curls like i mean i made a video about wow. it on twitter the thing damn near sold out on target um and it's just really good if you're looking for like a leave-in to make your curls like as curly as possible add moisture um it's very creamy i'll show you the consistency um so it's like wow okay like so yeah, it's it's a really good product. And I've I've been on the search for product for years. So I'm Oh, I'm trust me, I know. <laughs> you see what I'm working with. I know. It is it's it's definitely a search. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, it looks good and it's shiny. Yeah. I like yeah, it. You, it you shine, did a great just, you did a great job. It's moist. <laughs> you did a great job. 
<laughs> you know, you you know what I'm saying? You're just in the zone with all of it. The hair is right, you know, do it, do it, do it. So where can people find you? So people can find me uh, at Keats Did It. That's K-E-A-T-S Did It. Uh, if you're looking for my music, it's simply Keats. So you can refer to me as Keats, but all my handles are Keats Did It. So uh, you'll be able to find me anywhere. Title. Okay. Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Amazon. I'm very yeah. Googleable. If you want to type in Keats Thanks. Did It, it's me. But yeah, best way to do it is uh, follow me. There you go. Pinned. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> fan Keats? page. Keats Does is It. That what, oh, Keats Does It. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. it. That's follow the fan, fan page. page. I'm not mad at you so much. Yo, I have, I have the illest fan base, just so you know. Like, like a, group, sure. a group of people came together. Like a group of girls came together. Like called themselves like Keats Angels. And they're probably going to be mad at me for, like, dropping that. But, like, it's just the support out here is crazy for me. I love it. That's awesome. You know what? Well, you got our support over here. And I just want to say thank you. From the time I reached out to you, you were just, you know, I don't take that for granted. Just Mm -hmm. people being kind and amazing and um, willing to support. And I can tell that you do that because you just gave the little... You know jimmy shout out so yeah we'll go check him out. and that's you know that's what it's all about like you know that we support each other so i'm just thankful uh this was a wonderful interview thank you like the answers were excellent um the posters are just <laughs> i mean i can't say enough about the chick in the red in the red leg warmers with the blue hey. bodysuit on with the yellow backdrop i mean hey. she went all the way in with it <laughs> You know I, know, I knew I had she to She was like, that. I'm here. I'm here with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, I think we covered it all, man. We, we thank you for being so transparent in the front because I think that's important, like, for people to understand, like, the journey and mm-hmm. all of us have a story. And it makes yeah. your story that much more powerful that you came through that and uh, that you got the forgiveness piece and just... I'm just so impressed, young man, and, um, you know, much success to you and blessings upon blessings to you. And you got a, you totally got a fan in me and everybody over here. So thank you to the fans. Thank you for your great questions, everybody that joined in. And uh, this, this was a wonderful interview. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Uh, so this is so Live with Milani. If you, if you want to follow me, feel free to follow me. This will also go up, I guess IGTV saves it. And then I have a YouTube live with Milani. We put them up there as well. So I would love the support on my side. And I just want to say thank you. Thank Thank you. you. And have a wonderful evening. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. And Keith's blessings to you, brother.